It takes every single one of us. Stop getting into the rhetoric and start looking at policy. Look at good policy. Good policy is when people get together and collaborate and negotiate and find consensus. Welcome to Political Contessa. I'm Jennifer Nassor, and this show is here to support your interest in center-right politics, policy, and breaking news. Listen in and discover how to awaken your inner ideal candidate. And if you're ready, how you can jump in and change the world as a runner or a supporter. Welcome to Political Contessa. If you or a friend have ever considered running or you know a woman who should, I've got something just for you. My quick guide called Secrets from the Campaign Trail. It will show you five signs to tell you you're ready to enter the political arena. To get these tips and learn about all new podcast episodes and ways to get involved, head over to politicalcontessa.com. Polarization. Hmm. I don't know. I'm thinking that our country is pretty damn polarized these days. I know I listen to what the left says. It's a lot of this happened after 2016. This was all Trump's fault. I mean, he did have something to do with it, but let's go back. Let's go back to 2010, to the Obama administration, when the Affordable Care Act was passed. And it was so important to get this through. And I know because Scott Brown is a friend of mine, former state senator and U.S. senator from Massachusetts. And we all up here campaigned really hard and people around the country campaigned really hard to get him elected to office. So that way he would be a vote against the ACA. And without any Republican support, the Democrats passed it. It was a disaster for them. I mean, it definitely led to us winning over uh, House, Senate and Republicans being in control and eventually led to Donald Trump being elected to office. Donald Trump didn't help it by calling Ted Cruz, Lion Ted. He didn't help it by calling Marco Rubio, Little Hands. I mean, you know, you might have gotten a giggle out of it at the time, but after the 45th time of hearing it, it started to not feel great, feel disrespectful. So sometimes I think back to watching Bill Clinton play his sax or Ronald Reagan on his horse at his ranch in California. I think about George H.W. leaving a kind note for Clinton and the relationship that George W. seemingly has with Obama. And then it's like I hit a brick wall and I come right back. It's 2021. Here, we don't just have inter-party fighting. There's intra-party fighting. You're never conservative enough. You're never liberal enough. I thought the rise of Bernie Sanders was interesting. I'm, of course, a political operative. I love, love politics. I am fascinated by one person's ascension to power and another's defeat or bursting into flames after they do have the power. Bernie's an interesting character to me. I always found him to be like that crazy, crabby old uncle who only shows up for the holidays. You definitely prefer him not being around because you don't know what he's going to say. Or you don't know what he's going to wear. You don't know what he's going to smell like. But he adds something 
so insane to the conversation that he makes everyone else seem normal. Then we got the squad. These women are the nasty girls in high school. They're not that smart. They're definitely mean. They're definitely bullies. They pick on you. They call you names. And they try to gain control by spewing the craziest of all theories. And they generally have no basis for anything that they say or that they're fighting for. They talk about others and will try to woo everyone to their side. When they don't get their way, well, (laughs) they make like uh, AOC did after she made her vote on Israel and started crying because she actually didn't know what she was voting for and voted the wrong way and then had to be consoled. That is what we're dealing with in Congress today. Look, Republicans are no better. There's COVID, but there's actually no COVID. Don't be worried. Then everyone gets COVID. Don't wear masks. Go to an event in the Rose Garden. Get COVID. Operation Warp Speed. Yay. Awesome. That's the win for Trump, right? He pushed this thing out there. He said, I'm going to have a vaccine by the end of the year. It actually happened. And then what happens? He gets the shot, but he actually doesn't publicize that he got the shot. So you have the vice president of the United States, Kamala Harris, who says during debates in 2020, I'm not getting anything, any shot that Donald Trump and the Republicans, those evil Republicans came up with. And then we wonder why the minority community is the most undervaccinated of all communities coming in at a whopping 9%. The black community is vaccinated. So we want to talk about polarization. Both sides are so guilty of this because what we allowed to happen is that we have people all the way on the right and people all the way on the left who sold us a bill of goods when we elected them into office. And I use we very broadly and loosely because I didn't vote for any of these people to be elected to office. Then we have January 6th. Then we have more polarization. And here's the thing. It's us allowing this to happen. Why? Because normal people are not running for office. The people who should be running are not running. They're not running because you're not encouraging them. You're not putting your name out there. You need to run. You need to put your hat in the ring and maybe take a step back. Maybe don't even run. Maybe just call out the BS as you see it. Call out how bad it is to violate someone's privacy, like with Kristen Cinema and having someone follow her into the ladies' room while she has to go to the bathroom on a break from a class that she is teaching at a college. How about if you're Joe Manchin and you're at home and you're just trying to relax a little bit and people show up in kayaks to harass you and berate you? According to the president of the United States currently, that's all normal and part of the job. Well, I don't find someone following me into the bathroom being a normal protest. I actually see that as stalking. Now, Kristen Sinema is a Democrat and the person who followed her into the bathroom is also a Democrat, maybe not a Democrat, maybe a socialist. She's a Bernie Sanders supporter and organizer who's harassing this member of Congress to vote how against how she believes is good for her constituency. Now, our elected officials are elected to serve us. They're paid by tax dollars. 
which means that they work for each of us. If you pay taxes, they work for you, not the other way around. They're not celebrities, despite the fact that AOC thinks that she is. Can we just, can I digress for a second? AOC's dress that was made by a designer that she claimed was an immigrant was made by someone who is from Canada. The dress was a donation. Maybe she gave it back, but she got to wear it. So there's some monetary value there. The cost of the ticket that was donated to her, but not really, I don't know how she gets around this rule, um, is also a violation of um, of any donation laws because tickets to the Met Gala are $35,000. So you and I are never going to this. So this woman, though, would like to tax the rich. Apparently, she's not rich. <laughs> she just has rich friends. It's crazy what's going on today. And if you don't get out there and start having conversations with your friends on education, on healthcare, on the economy, on jobs, on national security, talk about the border, talk about the human rights violations that are going on in Afghanistan, where women and children are being killed where we can't get people out of there, where special missions are going on to get them out. Talk about polarization when the president of the United States does not support members of his own party for representing their communities. We do have a representative democracy. We still do have a First Amendment right to free speech. And yes, a right to organize, but that doesn't mean stalking and harassing. I don't know. As a lawyer, I feel like that's still against the law. What do we do? How do we change this? We have a bunch of puppets in office right now that are backed by people with a lot of money. We have people running for office that are puppets. We now see what's going on in Congress as theater. It's drama. It's a little bit of science fiction, but I'm actually feeling like it's a little bit the beginning of a horror movie. Overseas, we've become a joke. We went from once upon a time being a superpower to now being a laughing stock. We have 1.6 million people that have come into the US seeking a better life. How many people want to leave here because of the disaster? Oh, and by the way, if AOC and the squad think that it's so terrible here, they should go over to Afghanistan, send us the women and children that are there. They can go hang out with the Taliban and tell us how good it is over there. But what's going on here? Why are we letting this happen? It's us. We let it happen. It's more fun to elect someone who is a reality TV star. It is more fun to elect someone to office who is so cool and dresses like you or lives in New York City or gives a whole slew of ridiculousness on climate change and how they're going to change the world when it takes every single one of us. Stop getting into the rhetoric and start looking at policy. Look at good policy. Good policy is when people get together and collaborate and negotiate and find consensus. There is literally none of that that goes on anymore. It's up to you to talk to your friends, break them out of their political shells, have them have conversations with their friends. I have them with mine. It took a little bit for us to get there, but we have these conversations now. The country is too polarized. Our political parties are too polarized. For me to get called a Republican in name only, even though I'm a fiscal conservative, trying to force me out of my party 
because I'm never conservative enough, because I hold some social values that go along with my Catholic faith or social values that go along with what my family believed in or social values that I have picked up because of my own life experience. So what do you do? We know the why. We know why the world is like this right now. We all took our eye off the ball. What do you do? Find a good person to run for office like yourself. That's just a start. Ask someone in your family if they ever thought about running for office. Are you concerned about your family? And if you do run, they're going to be great. That's your support network. Are you concerned about your job? I think if you have a good boss and you have a good job and you explain that this is something that's important, then there's no repercussions there. I'm also assuming that you're normal. (laughs) That helps too, that you're not going to be out throwing bombs. Concerned about your social life? If you are, by the way, this is actually a serious conversation that I had with people back years ago. That group of women said to me that they didn't want people to know that they were Republicans because it would negatively impact their social life. If you're concerned about your social life, you need to find new friends. Just a thought. And if you're concerned about what they're going to dig up, you can do a background check on yourself. You can go through old pictures and see if there's anything out there. You know yourself. Maybe there are things you don't want to admit, but you have to own everything. Own up to your own stuff and think about running for office. Think about how it feels for those members of Congress who are followed around and who are berated. Think about how nice it would be if we didn't live in a world where that happened. And the only way for that to happen is with you. So join me in making some iota of a difference. Go out there, make a change. Maybe it's finding a new friend. Maybe it's joining a policy circle. Maybe it's joining a group that has a policy perspective. Maybe it's working for a candidate. Maybe it's getting a friend to run or a family member. Maybe it's you jumping in. But whatever it is, we all need your help. That's the only way to stop this craziness. Thanks so much for listening to Political Contessa. For all the ways to listen and to get the inside scoop on what's happening in center-right politics for women like us, head over to politicalcontessa.com. 